Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. In fact, any type of a cursed object, there there could be other stuff you have. And we've, we've been in different nations that, I mean, wow, that's... Where we've gone to, to to minister and everything like this, all kinds of other gods, things, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just rife. India, where we spent mm-hmm. years uh, doing crusade evangelism, three hundred million false gods, idols all over the place. I mean, crazy stuff. Tell tell what happened as far as like with the cow in the in the village. Why why we say religion makes you stupid. Well, of course, most people know, you know, from the saying, holy cow. Holy cow. <laughs> right. But in India, Batman. literally the cows are holy and they are to be worshipped. And so when they have different holidays and things like that, you'll see that, like, they will take, you know, cows and they'll all be painted and decorated and and everything, um, poor things. But they And do they that, are, though, yeah. you know, they're, they're super skinny, strangly looking, you know, things. But anyway, so of course, because they're, they're holy, they are allowed to, to do, they just roam wherever. And many people in India, especially, you know, in villages and things like that, of course you have, you do have a very, very, some very wealthy people and everything like that, but there's, there's a vast difference. Um, there's really not so much of a middle class, but developing more now but but anyway you have of course many 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 people that are extremely poor and so what they live in could not even really be classified so much even as a hut a lot of times it's just whatever rags they can find whatever sticks or whatever and to to be able to try to build some sort of structure that of course when they have wind or rain or anything falls apart so they're often rebuilding their what you they would call their little home each day well anyway these cows of course roam you know all over and you can't you know um if you if you hit a cow and you're driving you Uh-oh. could spend the whole rest of your life in jail. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you hit a person, unfortunately, we that happened. We yeah, saw that yeah. a dead person laying on the road. We didn't. We didn't see the actual thing of them getting hit. But but nobody even does anything. Like no. they won't even. They don't even stop to like take the body off the road. I mean, it's horrific. Just laying out there. And so nothing happens with that. But like if you, you would hit see a, cow, a deer hit around here, right? Yeah. But at least. It's kind of usually to the side of the road. I mean, but anyway, so these cows, just saying these cows are like super holy. So to them. And so we were in right near this village one time. And you see how, you know, because we would often, we want to be out among the people and walking and things like that. Well, this cow wandered into somebody's little home and they, you know, because often the doors are, you just open all the time and everything and, you know, kids are running everywhere in the dirt. And so this cow wandered into, now this is a small little place. Um, of course, a little village. And so, yes. And so they just think like, oh my gosh, God himself is visiting us today because here comes a cow, which does represent God to them and, and in their home. 
So they're, of course, like, oh my goodness, we are so blessed, you know. Well, of of course, as you can imagine, a cow in a home, a very small home, it is making the most chaotic mess. It is knocking over tables and dishes. I mean, everything is just, and it's like trying to, you know, move around in there and everything. And, And so there's like this chaos ensuing. And then the cow, as cows would do, takes a huge dump in the house. So you got like a big cow patty right in the middle of of the house. Okay. So finally, um, the cow and the people are super excited and immediately, you know, are just like, oh my gosh, this is like more even extreme blessing that this cow (laughs) left a pile of crap in my house. And so the cow finally leaves. And I kid you not, these little kids in the home they run over because this is what they're taught. They're taught to do. And this is like, oh my goodness, the highlight of their entire life that the cow pooped in the house. They run over and they take that cow patty in their hands, which you can imagine how um, unsanitary this is at this moment, takes the, the cow poop and nice starts, and yes, yes. And starts forming it into a God to worship an idol. idol and take it, this, this pile of poop that they have tried to you know, put their hands over and made it as nice as they could and put it up on the little mantle so that they could bow down, the family bows down, and worships that pile god. of poop. That's their poop god. And and that is how incredibly stupid religion can make you and how undermining, again, the devil is to try to get you to go to the extreme that you would worship the poop that comes out of a created thing Mm -hmm. instead of worshiping Almighty God. What an insult. Absolutely. Absolutely. But people, people give power to the devil. Right. When they worship him. He has no power except what he is given by man. Right. So he's got to deceive you so that... To take what God has given you. Right. What authority? Authority, power, Mm -hmm. ability, grace, and you give it to the devil when you worship this junk. And and these things become... They're they're cursed objects. Anything that you worship, it, it becomes accursed. Okay, and and that that you that is accursed in your home, if you know, if let's just say you even you you've got something that you know has to do with. I mean, we in America we have so much, and it's not it's not just like a random thing, you know, here or there or you know some no. Some people think, well, I I I'm, I probably never had anything that is accursed. Well, let me just ask you, have you some I've seen some Christians they have like these hanging from their um mirrors, mirrors like dream catchers in their car. In yeah. their car. Mm-hmm. Do you do you understand that that is a cultic? Mm-hmm. Do you understand that is a cursed object? You should not have a dream catcher. Okay? It is having to do with demonic powers. And so people, because it all goes back into other gods mm-hmm. and, and the, the native um, people here in America, they worshiped other gods. Right. 
Um, and I'm not, I'm not saying that um, that they were treated correctly or anything um, when they There's were run out of their that. lands or right. anything like that. I'm not 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 going into any of that right they now. They are okay? by, na- fact, by nature spiritual people. Yeah, they open themselves up to, to whatever. whatever. Yeah, and even take things to get them in a heightened state where they could. Yeah, you know. So of course, just totally opening up the door to the enemy. Which, which has happened throughout time. Right. And, and because people are searching for truth. Right. And they know there is a higher power. Mm-hmm. But the enemy wants to deceive. Right. And he wants to try to get you to do something that opposes the word of God. That's why he showed up in the Garden of Eden in a different form, in the form of a created thing to try yes. to deceive Eve who was, you know, hey, you know, I'm just just walking through the garden. This is a mm-hmm. safe place. Everything in here must be fine. But the thing is, is that the enemy shows up in these places. And if you don't have the truth in you, you're going to be deceived. Mm-hmm. And so even the, um, the native um, people of America you know they've got they've got their backgrounds in in worshiping um, different gods, different mm-hmm. spirits. But I want to tell you there is only one true God. Jesus Christ is the only way to God. Jesus Christ is God. Okay, and you must accept Him and Him alone as your Lord and your Savior. And you don't worship a you don't worship a, a, a picture or something like that we you know you you might say well you know you know mary we ought to pray to mary no don't pray to mary either that's another (laughs) idol okay i don't care what the catholic church tells you you don't pray to mary okay while holding your rosary beads yeah no though those don't have power they don't no 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 jesus is the only way He's the only truth. You don't need to pray, ask Mary to talk to Jesus for you. Right. And, um, and just, you just, you just pray to God in the name of Jesus. Pray to your heavenly father in the name of Jesus with the authority. That's what that means. With the authority of the name of Jesus, you have that ability. You don't need to look at a picture of of Jesus on your wall that has the uh, fanciful fawn hair holding a, <laughs> a, a, a lamb in his arms with sparkling blue eyes. I don't think Jesus looked that way. And, and uh-huh. you know, that's, and when, you, when the world sees him, he's not going to look that way, okay? He's going uh-huh. to have eyes of fire, his, his uh-huh. hair as white as wool, the Word of God says, um, a vesture dipped in blood. Uh, it's, it's, it's a powerful representation. It's not what you have on your wall. It's not what you see in most churches. <laughs> They'd freak out. The, the, the people would pee their pants if they, saw, if they saw Jesus in all of his power and all of his glory. But the thing is, is that a lot of people have things that are, that are cursed, and, and you need to get rid of any type of a physical object that is not of God. Any type of cursed object that's in your home, it's going to bring a curse upon you also. 
And these things, they have the power that you give to them. And, and, and so you, when we were, we were ministering uh, some years ago over in Malaysia, and we walked into this, this idol shop, we knew what we were doing. We were full of the Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm there to, you know, shut these things down, just like the apostles did throughout the book of Acts. You know, they, you know, were there to see people's lives touched and changed, and those who were, you know, had an idol makers and those who had curious hearts and things like that, as it says, these, these people got driven out of business. So when we walked into this idol shop in Malaysia, we just began to pray in the Holy Ghost. It was no time whatsoever, and all of a sudden, the, the owner of the shop comes in, tries to shoo us out. Get out of my shop. Get out of my shop. Leave, 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 leave. Why? Because we were, we were ruining the atmosphere. <laughs> we were there on a mission, okay? This place is going to get shut down in Jesus' name. And so, you know, if I go past, if I go past something that is not of God, you know, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just begin to speak that yeah. thing. I command it to close down. I mm-hmm. command it to close down. I don't know how many times I drove, when I lived in Tulsa, I drove past that huge Masonic building, and I cursed that thing. Every time mm-hmm. I would drive past it, I would stretch my hand out and say, in the name of Jesus, I cursed that thing. I command it to be shut. A church owns it now. Oh, that's so cool. It shut down and a church a church bought it and wow. you know, just you know, anointed it and and now people that's are there awesome. getting saved. Hallelujah. And that's you know what? Awesome. We'll take the same thing around here. If I find out where these places are, I'll go there in the name of Jesus. Yeah. You'll get shut down. And and so we don't have anything to do with this stuff whatsoever. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 26 says, Neither shalt thou bring an abomination into thy house, lest thou be a cursed thing like it. Hmm. But thou shalt utterly detest it, and thou shalt utterly abhor it, for it is a cursed thing. Okay? This is talking about idols, because idols defile a person. And anything that represents that which is worshipped, is an idol. Anything that you have. So if you have a ring that represents that which is worshipped, that is an idol. It represents idol worship. A pin, a hat, clothing, papers, anything whatsoever. It needs to be loathed. It needs to be detested. It needs to be destroyed. Anything, any time, land can be defiled too. Um, the, the, just like a person can be defiled. The Word of God talks about that also, whether it's a property, a home, um, because of the sin of the inhabitants. And so I want to tell you, if you buy a piece of property, if you buy a building, if you buy a home, you need to go in and you need to take authority over whatever went on inside of that building, inside of that house, anoint it with oil and pray over it in the name of Jesus, dedicate that to the work of God and say, this place is set apart, set apart for, for the gospel, set apart for Jehovah God. This is not, this is not a, anything that ha, can, um, can be used by the enemy. I don't care what went on before it. In the name of Jesus, we draw a line right now, and we yes. declare and we decree that from this day on, this thing is no longer cursed. Yes. 
Amen. Amen. You have to do it. What's it say in Isaiah chapter 24, verse 5 there? It says, The earth, or land, also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. Amen. And then Leviticus. Yes, Leviticus 18.25 also tells us that the land can become defiled. It says, And the land is defiled, therefore I do visit the iniquity therefore upon you, and the land itself vomiteth out her inhabitants. Yeah. So Why? Because of things that have been done in the land, the things that have been done in the building, things that are, people have defiled lives, and if they do, that they do things that are defiled in these places, then that thing becomes defiled like they are. It talks about in Jeremiah 3.9 about, about land being defiled through adultery. What's that say there? Okay. And it came to pass through the lightness of her whoredom that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and with stalks. It's like, what? You, you may say, well, this doesn't even make sense. How can, the, how can, how can, just, how can this act be, be defiling? Because, because people, their, their hearts are in a wrong place. And what you have inside of you comes out. Right. We've said this from the very beginning. Right. Okay? It, it, it's what's within a person that defiles them. Because that's what comes out. It's not eaten with unwashed hands. <laughs> and, and so I think if my hands are dirty, I might, I might eat a demon. No, no, no. You know, you might eat some germs. Okay? Yeah. You might eat some dirt. But you're not going to eat a devil. Okay? If you have dirty hands. But it's not, it's not because your hands are dirty that you're defiled. It's your heart is. Your heart is defiled. And what is in a person is what comes out of a person. Right. And so if, if you have defilement within you and you have been defiled, you need to be purified. You need to be cleansed. The only solution to defilement, okay, is people turning from their wicked ways, repenting of their sins, and turning to Jesus. That's it. Yes. We have to do that. Yeah. And the, the Word of God talks about it. What, what, what happens? So in 1 John 1, um, if we looked at verse 7 there, it says it tells us, of course, the blood of Jesus um, Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. And, there, and then in verse 9, if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all sin unrighteousness amen so he he doesn't just i mean forgiveness is is like amazing and takes it away from us but of course also brings about cleansing us and a restoration and and so that we can go on and have a new path to life a new way of life absolutely not just not just saying okay you know i'm living a a new life now and, you know, the old things are passed away, I know. And so since I'm not really participating in that, I'm going to put this in a shoebox and put it in the closet. No. Because that's what yes. people do. Yeah, I'll just is. save this. Yes. So it's, it's my memory box. Yeah. Get rid of your memory box. Mm-hmm. You can't have anything that ties you to that. Exactly. It talks about that in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 7, verse 25, it says it's... Um, the graven images of thy go- of their gods shall ye burn with fire. 
Well, why? Why would you burn with fire? Well, of course, because it completely destroys it. In other words, you're not going to be tempted to return. It's not an open door that you can go back to. There literally is nothing that you can go back to. You can't give it to somebody else, you know, or of course, why would you even want to do that? But there is finality in that. Mm -hmm. And your dedication to God, your decision and your consecration to him is not really complete without that because you're selling out 100% to him. God is jealous over his people. The word tells us we were created by him and we were created for his plan, for his purpose and for his pleasure. You can't have part of you belonging to something else or part of you not fully sold out to him. Absolutely. When in the book of Acts, when people came to Jesus Christ, they got rid of the things that, that, that tied them to the demonic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that's, if that's what they did in the book of Acts, then you know what? That's what we should do now because this, is, this talks about the ways that we need to walk in. What's it say happened there in Acts 19? So Acts um, 19 and verse 19 here, um, this is is talking about new converts um, who came out of the occult and what they did. It says many of them also, which used curious arts, mm-hmm. brought their books together and burned them before all men, and they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. 50,000 pieces. So even though it was worth a lot, they burned it. Yeah. Had great value. Yes. That doesn't that, mean you keep it. Right, that's what people think sometimes. Yeah, oh, I could give it to somebody else. No. I just can't. You know, sometimes even through people's poverty mentality, they can't get like, can't let go of things. Oh, that's just worth a lot. I just can't let it go. It is worth so much more for you to let it go, to be free. Amen. Not entangled by something. Absolutely. And then Micah. Micah 1.7. It says, and all the graven images, therefore, shall be beaten to pieces, and in other words, destroyed, and all the hires thereof shall be burned with a fire, and all the idols thereof will I lay desolate. Amen. That kind of lets you know what, what God thinks of anything that is, called, that is tied to the occult. Right. Anything whatsoever that you might have that is ungodly, I encourage you, make a decision immediately this is being destroyed right right 100 destroyed i'm not going to show it to somebody i'm not going to say hey look what i'm getting rid of because somebody else may say oh don't get rid of that you know how valuable that is well that belonged to aunt minnie you know no i'm i'm getting rid of it i'm not having any ties to it whatsoever this thing is cursed and I didn't realize that this is part of the reason I'm I'm dealing with issues in my life. I'm right. dealing with Can't issues in my body and my family. Free. Right. Yeah. Right. My that kids. happens to a lot of people. Right. There is the whole influence of the enemy that is and and here's the thing is is that you if you know us, you've listened, either you either know us personally, you've you've been sat in our ministry in different forms throughout the years, or you've just been listening to the podcast, you you can say that you know about this, that our focus in life is not the devil, how great and powerful is it. No, no. what's not 
<laughs> just not the case whatsoever. We understand the authority that we have and the position that we have. We're seated in heavenly places next to Jesus. Satan is actually under our feet. We Absolutely. became born again. All authority was given to us. There's no poverty, sickness, disease, anything. We've been delivered from that all. So none of that can have any influence in our life. But you have to understand the pattern and what it takes to actually live that way. A lot of people don't understand. That's why we're having to take the time to do this and understand why because the word of God is preached so watered down these days and people stay away it's just like pastors are told don't don't talk about you know the masons and things like that because you know those are the leaders in our community and things will happen to you and see they threaten your life and they threaten your kids and all kinds of crazy ridiculous stuff but at the end of the day we answer to God almighty and do we serve him and do we believe that he protects us or do we not no, we believe. And so therefore our actions, we will speak out boldly and we will teach others. How do you live a powerful un overcoming life where nothing from the enemy, no influence can hinder you can certainly take over your life or anything else because we understand the authority, the power and the anointing that we carry and we walk in. And each person needs to know that. But you're not going to get that from some watered-down minister who's trying to figure out, even if he is a male or a female, let alone carry any boldness in the way that he speaks and in the way that he prays or anything else, or a woman of God. You ought to be able to, to uh, hopefully, you know, you sense and you hear boldness and the fire of God in us. When you see us minister, you see the fire of God in our eyes. That does not come about in a person's life when they're compromised or when they're trying to figure out who am I serving or they have things in their life that pull them away from their alliance to Jesus Christ. And so, therefore, we speak and we declare things with boldness and we make the truth known so that it's because the truth, right? Knowing the truth that you're set free because Jesus paid the price absolutely, so that you could be set free. Nothing else. Absolutely. There's some, uh, there's some pastors that were, um, that were talking about the defilement that existed within, within people in their church that were involved mm -hmm. in masonry. And, um, and, and this one pastor was reaching out to uh, to some others, and he said, "In my church, I have a a, um, a thirty second. I have actually three thirty second wow. degree masons." And he wow. said, "I have the second highest ranking person in this particular state in the Eastern Star, also, and our entire area is run by the masons, school board, city council, county commissioners, etc. I'm the only non mason on the basketball association board." And he goes. <clears throat> Have um, have many um, to, had had to deal with many masons, and he goes, I have had to, and he's asking this other person. He goes, how how have you dealt with it? And this other pastor is answering. And these are these are spirit filled pastors, okay? Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly spirit filled pastors, okay? This is the what is they're they're in this denomination, okay? Spirit filled, quote unquote. <laughs> denomination. And so this other pastor says, well, I've always had great relationships with the Masons. My brother was a Mason. My son-in-law is currently a Mason. I found in communities, they can be a huge asset. I would do as you are and coexist. Oh, and so this is one pastor that's, that's defiled 
And so he's passing along this information. Um, no spiritual balls. No, no. I'm mean, telling you, it's it's a big mess. And um, and so the guy comes back at him and he says, I was recently threatened by one. I was told that I was allowed to grow here because I provided value, but I need to make sure I stay in my lane and not try to do more than I should. He said it was a weird conversation, like they were concerned about my growing influence in the town. I'm sure. Okay, and yeah, exactly. Um, the other guy said, well, sounds like he has some Gestapo in him or something like that. Well, you know, I'll tell you what he has in him. He's got demons, okay? Right. And, um, and so... And, and then another guy pops up and he goes, well, my dad was uh, an ordained minister, um, Baptist minister, and he was a 32nd degree Mason. And so I want to tell you, like, uh, some major, major, major junk. And, um, and so this one guy, he, he, he says, well, I, I know the lodge in my hometown is filled with good Christian men. And I want to I refute mm-hmm. that, right? So I want right. to put a pin right there. No, they are not. No, they are not. They are you not good they Christian are. people, okay? Because they have aligned themselves with Satan. They have aligned themselves with demons. And so they have to come out from among them and be separate and touch not the unclean thing. And then God will receive you unto himself. And then you'll be his son or his daughter. And this guy says, you know, the, the, the lodge here is filled with good Christian men I grew up with, I went to school with, I served with them in a host of community events and even have been there when they did their ceremony at funerals, he goes, uh, that I've conducted. And I've never seen that kind of behavior. And he's saying, you know, I'm not saying it didn't, you know, you know, I've never, you know, it didn't happen. I'm just saying I've never seen it. He goes, my brother joined the Masons and had a very hard heart towards the church, but I talked with him uh, many long hours before his death and he got saved and then baptized. Um, so the thing is, is that, you know, people, uh, they, they've been defiled. This other guy comes back again. He says, this is the problem in, this, in our nation here. In, in this country, you have to be Christian. In the, in the Middle East, you have to be Islam. And, you know, um, as far as like within the Masons, mm-hmm. okay? And so because in, they have the Masons in, in Islamic countries, okay? And you can't be Christian, and associated with Islam there, you're, you're, you, uh, you can't be, you know, you're, you're known to be a Christian if you're in America. And so they try to tie in Masonic stuff with whatever the pre- predominant religion is here, right, okay? Right. Because they claim, he says, to have a higher truth than the Bible, secret scriptures that only they possess. This is where um, actually Joseph Smith got his idea when he founded uh, Mormonism. And until the early 70s, the Mormons even had Masonic symbols in their temples, and they used Mason wording in their temple rituals. And so the thing is, is that all of this stuff um, is, uh, is what people need to understand. There is, there is junk that is trying to be covered up and is trying to be, um, well, let's, let's just think that it's, it's, it's okay. No, it's not okay. Let's deal with it. Let's get it out of your home. Let's get it out of your life. Let's get it out yes. of your future. Yes. Okay? And so this is, this is all, it's all wicked. It's all wicked. They are, they are a cult at the core, okay, disguised as something completely different. Right. And so we have to, we have to get people delivered who are in it, 
kids who are in it, uh, families who are in it. Um, you, you've because it will it will infiltrate and defile entire families, yes. and and other people are 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 very susceptible and because they 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 haven't they haven't known the truth about it right and so anything that you don't know the truth about and you get a soft sell on it you're going to think well it's it's probably okay um but that that's not it you you gotta you gotta understand that um the masons are not a way to heaven right okay they're a way to hell okay um, you, you cannot, you, you, if you have a Masonic ring, um, that doesn't mean you're going to heaven. Okay. That's, that's that. And that's what the Masons try to get you to think. If you, if you just, you know, you, you, you swear allegiance to us and everything such as this, and you know, you wear this and, you know, you know, they, at the, at the funerals and everything, they, you know, do the hokey pokey ceremony and everything like that. But, but you, you are not going to heaven because you are a Mason. Okay? Please understand that. Um, you have to separate yourself from that, and you have to give yourself 100% to Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Mm-hmm. Not by Jobulon. Not by Allah, but by Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's it. Amen. Well, I think I think that that's enough. Okay. Let's pray. Let's yeah, let's do that. And so if you are if you're listening to this and that you have any ties whatsoever to secret society, I want you to make plans and immediately move in this direction. Destroy that stuff. Get rid of it. I mean, destroy it. Do not give it. I don't care what kind of value. I don't care if the ring is made of gold. You get rid of it. The pin. I don't care what the pin's made of. I don't care what kind of stone it has, what kind of metal. it. This is demonic. Remove yourself from it. Get rid of the Masonic Bibles. Get rid of... Any type of clothing, anything at all represented by this junk. And I'm going to pray right now. We're going to break this off of you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come against every lying work of the devil that has tried to permeate the lives of these men and women that are listening to this podcast. In the name of Jesus, I curse the work of Satan that has tried to defile them and keep them defiled, that has caused them to be untrue and unfaithful to the word of God. In the name of Jesus, I, Father God, ask that you, in the name of Jesus, by your power, would do a work within their hearts and in their lives in the name of Jesus. Father, as they cry out to you, I ask that you would cleanse them, you would forgive them, you would wash them in the blood of Jesus Christ, and you would deliver them from evil. You would deliver them from hell in the name of Jesus. Now, if this is you, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I give my life to you. 
I ask you to wash me, cleanse me, forgive me, set me free in Jesus' name. I renounce Satan. I renounce the occult. I renounce the Masonic Lodge. I renounce any and every tie to any part of it in the name of Jesus. Lord, I give my life completely to you. I will never again enter into one of those places. I never will wear anything else that has anything to do with that religion. I renounce it. I separate myself from it. Lord, I ask for you to cleanse me in Jesus' name. And I give every part of my life, I give my family to you, I give everything that I am to you. Lord, protect me also with the blood of Jesus. I ask right now for supernatural angelic protection to be with every single born-again, blood-washed child of God. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that they are set free from darkness, set free from lies, set free from destruction in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, they walk in the light as you are in the light now. And Lord, we give you glory and we give you praise for what you have done by your powerful Holy Spirit in Jesus' wonderful and powerful name, the only name by which man must be saved, Jesus Christ, amen. Thanks for listening and for being a part of this podcast. And we hope to hear you, or not hear you, hope... (laughs) to reach out to us from you yeah Yeah, we'd love to hear from you actually we'd we'd love to and so you can contact us go to our website riveroftricities.com and uh and send us a message we would love to hear from you to know what's going on in your life how god has set you free please 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 let us hear from you okay you can just you can just you can email us even at the river of tricities at gmail.com or you can just you can just send an email to office at rtcc.life. That's office at rtcc.life. We would love to hear from you. God bless you, and we look forward to hearing you hearing us again, us hearing from you, (laughs) us seeing you come visit us in Johnson City. God bless. Yes, bless you. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless.